Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. And welcome to episode 42 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. I am, as always, Devin Turak. And of course, I'm, as always, I'm here with Patrick Gleason, <laughs> who felt the need to crack his beer. Well, of course. That's the standard. Uh, we're supposed to be joined by our friend Dwayne. He hasn't arrived yet, so uh, we're starting without him. Yeah, we are going to be doing, uh, I picked up the Firefly role-playing game, mm-hmm. so we'll be uh, testing that out. Uh, the Firefly board game. Board game, yes. Because there actually is a role-playing game. Yes, I, there is. I had started playing with uh, my friend Jason and some of the other friends that I play the uh, Star Trek game with. Yeah, yeah, it looked at an interesting game, and there's also an MMO, MMO coming out as well. Yeah. So this is the, 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 board, the board game. Um, and the board game is put out by who? Uh, oh, Gale Force 9, of course. Of course it's Gale Force 9. Yeah. Gale Force 9 are a company that make a lot of um, tabletop war game aids. Yeah. So they do things like... Uh, movement counters. They do uh, terrain pieces. They do uh, uh, not not figures themselves, but objective markers. Oh, just just things they can make out of acrylic. Right. So they're they're actually a acrylic, or they start off as an acrylic cutting small business. And right. they've developed into and they've gone yeah they've gone out into a lot of different things. One of which apparently is this cool board game. Yes. Yeah, it looks interesting. So before we go into the, the board game, though, I guess that we should talk about what we've done. Sure. All right, we can the hobby. We can. And Devro, you go ahead. Wow, I've got so much. Uh, the new Fallout came out. Yes. And it is... Uh, I, I, I have mixed feelings about it. So the gameplay has changed slightly. Um, it feels like uh, your actual... Accuracy with guns used to be, or at least in Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, it was basically as well as you could personally aim. That's about how well you shot. Your your guns skills did help, but that was mainly used. It felt like it was mainly used when you were in bats, which is um, like a uh, a pause, and then you pick a certain area or wherever you want to hit on the target. And the gun skill helps you... And, and the gun skill helps determine how well you do when you're in bats. Uh, so when you're actually shooting live, it was a little more twitchy and a little less based on your skills. Whereas in this game, it feels like I'm, you know, sometimes I'm face-to-face with things, shooting at them and not hitting a thing, which seems a little ridiculous when they're taking up my entire view and somehow I'm missing. So that I didn't like. They've completely done away with skills altogether. You what? No longer, no you, no, you no longer level up and put points into skills the way you used to. Oh, that's too bad. Cause that was, I mean, it, that's a it, huge that, part of the entire Fallout franchise yes, from the very beginning. You develop up your character right. as you go along. And they've they've changed the way the perks work as well. You no longer get a perk every two levels. Oh. Instead, you get a perk every level, and you get to pick whether you want to put it into your stats or into your. Um, Perks, yes. Okay. And the way the perks work is they've kind of replaced the skill system. So if you want to get good at lock picking, you take three or four levels in lock picking. If you want to be really good at shooting, there's five or six different categories of guns where you can specialize in. So that has kind of taken over the skills, the the individual skill points that you used to be able. To okay, play. but that that can sort of work. It's yeah, it's, out, it's but not it's, terrible. But uh, I mean, the, if your gun skill isn't that. You know, it's great, and you're still not able to hit properly. Right. 
Actually, I put very little into guns themselves. Okay. Just mainly because I've I've been able to get away from with but, it. But but again, I'm sorry. You're like, if you're right in front of the person, yeah. even a guy who's never used a gun might miss the first time. But right. But I'm talking like they're literally in your face. Yes. Yeah. And and yeah, it's uh, and and I don't know. It's when you're going into aim mode. Um, I play on the PC. When you're going to aim mode, it's like the, the sensitivity of your mouse drops significantly, so you're not jerking all over the place. That actually is nice. At the same time, they, they've gone a little too far, and now it's almost impossible to track a fast-moving object oh. or person when you're in the, in the aim mode, which I'm not a huge fan of. At that point, you almost want to switch to bats. Well, it sort of makes sense, actually, because it is hard. Like if, someone's, if you're doing the scope thing and someone's moving fast, it... Really is hard to zoom in on them, right? Right, but if you're firing hip fire, that's even more inaccurate. Well, yeah. See, you should at least be able to like uh, aim down the sights of your gun if you have sights. To get a general, right? Yeah. And it it it's uh... so I have I have issues with that. Um, they've completely fucked up the, the on the PC again. Uh, they've they've messed up the your ability to to swap out or change what the key assignments. So I. Most games now come with using the W, A, S, A, S, and D yes. keys to move. Yes. I hate. I've always hated that. I, I always swap away from that as soon as I can. And go to the mouse. And well, no, or no. The mouse, or the... with with the mouse. But the, these are your movement keys. Yes, yes. So you you can change the keys you use for movement, and you can change the keys that you do for certain things. But one of the things you can't do is. Like this, the same key is used for multiple things. So the key that you use to activate is also the key that you use to acknowledge in certain windows, oh. and it's also the key that you use to uh, select an item from a a, a box right. instead of going into the box and selecting items individually. Just by looking at the box, you see what's in there, and you can then choose which one you want. Use the, uh, the action the, key. the action key to take them. Well, you can reassign the the action key. But not the other corresponding keys that use the same key. Ah. So I've because I use the key, the arrows instead of the WASD. Yeah. I have I've swapped those over to use the arrows for movement. Yeah. And I use the enter key as my action key. Except that that but that only works in the when you're in the real world. Yeah. If you're inside a container, doesn't work. If you're trying to do anything else in the world, doesn't work. Because it's still the default action. Right. Key. And you can't reassign those. That is annoying. Oh my god, it's so annoying. And they've—I've I, always used. Because why give you the ability to change? Why indeed? If you're not—if the other ones you can't. Yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's totally stupid. They—they—they they, they overlooked it. Basically, the way video games used to be made, they would make it for the PC, and they would—they would find a way to port it over to console consoles, games. Yeah. Well, nowadays it's they make the, the games for the consoles, and they find a way to port it over the PC, and they forget. Very important things like reassigning keys. Yes, because on a PC you have that a whole keyboard. You exactly can the way you want to. Exactly, to and and because I've been playing these games for twenty some odd years, I have a certain way in which I like to set up all my games. So my reload button is always the first of that the the three blocks delete. I think. Yes. My second button is usually used for uh, something else, and yeah. then the third button is usually used for melee. So I can set that up no problem. But other things that you can't reassign that drives me crazy. The keypad, yes. the the number numerical, num keypad, numerical yes. keypad, that keypad is used for your weapon hotkeys. What? You can no longer reassign the zero as my jump. But, so I have to now use uh, shift as my jump. Like, but, it's just stupid little things like that drive uh, me crazy. Yeah, well, 
Because I know I, I a lot of times sometimes use a numerical keypad as my movement. Sure, a lot of people do that. Because, you know, the right hand, you're mm-hmm. doing that, and you just do the space or enter for shooting. Right. right. And so it's like, okay, the arrow keys on the numerical keypad are the ones for the movement. Sure. Or even the arrow key. But at least, you know, the, the right hand was the movement, the left hand was the shooting. Oh, you're talking about not using a mouse at all. Yeah, not using okay. a mouse at all. Well, sometimes mouse for aiming or whatever, but even sure. still, like, you could set it up the way you wanted exactly. to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they've fumbled that. Yeah. So another big thing is now you're dealing with communities. So you're, you're actually a community leader now. So there's, you set up settlements, yes, and then you get to build things and put them in your settlement. And you have to worry about how people interact and that's that's, that's less of an issue. Okay. The more of an issue is placement. Because I've swapped out my movement keys, well, those movement keys were used when you were in building mode oh. to move your buildings around. Or and, now you move, can't. and now you can't do that. And now I can no longer move when I'm in build mode. I can turn around. But I can't actually step forward or step to the side, so what? it makes building so difficult. Oh man, and it's so painful. You should change it back. I'm not gonna change it back. Fuck them. <laughs> Who do they think they are? Forcing me to use their keys. Well, probably maybe a patch that if enough people can. Hopefully, play hopefully. and and a lot of people are complaining about it on the message board. Well, because still a lot of people play on PCs, mm-hmm. especially for. Well, I've always like aiming with a mouse is oh, so much easier so than much aiming easier. with a console controller. You know, it's so much more. Ability there, so. right? So that's that's the Firefly game. I have also recently got gotten... Firefly. Or oh, sorry, the Fallout <laughs> game, right? Because we're I'm looking at the Firefly yes. board game. Uh, so another thing that I've recently gotten back into is the Star Wars, uh, the Old Republic, SWTOR. Right. Um, they have a new expansion that just came out. Um, I don't know if it's officially gone live or if it's just for people who pre-bought the expansion. There's like a grace period where they get to play and no one else does. And that's been a lot of fun too. And I've gotten back in and started playing a lot of the like the, the lower level characters, especially right. the, the on the uh, Republic side that I just kind of neglected for a long time because I've very very much been Empire centric. Yes. But I've got all my Empire, Imperial guys up to so about. So we're playing on the Republic side. Uh, well, I'm playing everything. So I have one of every oh, a smuggler class. And... So, so I have a smuggler. I have a trooper. Actually, I think I have two troopers. I've got. Um, uh, a Jedi Knight yeah. and a Jedi uh, Trainee Padawan Sage, Sage, which yeah. are like the the sorcerer types. Right. The, basically, they made four classes for each side. One is a um, ranged heavy warrior. It's the bounty hunter for the Imperials. And a trooper the for trooper for the for the rebels or Republic. Then they've got the the other guy, so the sneaky guy. So it's the operative, the Imperial operative, and the smuggler. And the smuggler. And then there's the two different Jedi types. The Jedi who uses his weapon, and the Jedi who uses the Force. Well, technically, they both use the Force, but I just don't mean yes. Right, no, but one who specializes in Force powers, yeah, as and one who specializes, puts all of his Force into using his sword better. Yeah. So one is melee ranged, and one is uh, uh, melee based, one is range based. Super fun to play. And within each of those four types, there's, there's actually three different trees that you can follow, and... One tree is usually some sort of healing tree, so everyone can now provide some level of healing. Of healing, oh, as opposed to before, oh, look, this is the guy who's got the healing if he needs Right, so it's always the sages or the uh, the Sith uh, yeah. sorcerers that would do the majority of the healing, but also the the one of the trees that you could take the, the um, uh, operative or the scoundrel down, or the, or the smuggler, I should say, uh, is, is the healing tree. So you, you could 
make them dedicated healers as well. Now everyone's got sort of a healing tree. I mean, the, the warriors, not, not as much. Much, but yeah, it makes sense. But no, actually, that's not true, because the ranged warrior has always had a strong uh, healing mm. class as well. So basically, you can do whatever you want. However you want to play, you can now play. That's pretty good. If you want to be a tank, you can play a tank. If you want to be a, uh, a damage guy, you can be a damage guy. If you want to be a healer, you can be a healer. That's pretty good. That's good. It's no longer dependent on Your what class. class you choose. It's depending yeah. on what branch you should take now. So those are those have both been very fun. That's about all the video games that I've been playing. Um, I did pick up a game on Steam called Survivor, and you should be surprised that I picked this up because it's a zombie-based game. Oh, it's a yes, the zombie zombie game. do not... Uh... Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of zombies, but the game itself is fun. It's, uh, again, RPG style. Um, it, it's three-dimensional, kind of, but you're really just moving to two-dimensional space. Um... The zombies are really fast, though. I don't like I don't like. Fast fast. You like the old-fashioned? I, like, I like old-fashioned zombies. And it makes the game very, very difficult. And the game is brutal, too. Like, it's, it, is, it is very unpredictable. <laughs> so, if, if you're into a, a tough game, yeah. check out Survivor. It's actually okay. not bad. Well, because it's one of the ones, I think, is it, like, if you make noise, zombies will show up. Like, yeah, like it's... Right, yeah. So, you, yeah, you can, you can move slowly and cautiously, or you can run and... Some areas you really have to wait until you've gotten a little better or you've gotten better weapons. I've run out of ammo so many times and just had to try to run away from the zombies, and that hasn't worked out very well. Yeah, like I said, I'm not a fan <coughs> of the fast zombies. I've, you know, the old fashioned, slow, methodical. It at least makes survival a little more possible. Possible, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's. You, you really, if, if zombies, because they don't have any health issues, they don't have to worry about stamina. They can pretty much just keep moving until they want to stop moving. Yes. You cannot. No, you, you have run to stop and heal, like eat, yeah. sleep. Sleep. Yeah, that's that. a big one. Yeah. And actually, the, the cool thing about this game is that, that it tracks all of those things. So it tracks how long it's been since you last slept. It tracks how long it's been since you last ate or had a drink of water. Oh, wow. And if you don't have the stuff with you when you're out in the wilderness searching for stuff, you can, be fine. You can starve and die. You can, yeah. you can run out of water and, and dehydrate, dehydrate and die. Dehydrate and die, yeah. You can you can go be sleep deprived for too long and start seeing things like like the whole oh, game. actually pretty good. The game is very cool. So just like I it. mean, then it's it's it doesn't have to be zombies like that. It doesn't have to be zombies. It could be any game. It could be any sort of post apocalyptic or even pre civilization. Yeah. So it, it, you could do like a medieval or pre medieval yeah, game. You're watching out for tigers and bears, right? And right. Villains or whatever. Yeah. I, 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 that would be awesome, actually, if they took a game like that. Although the, the problem is that a lot of it uses... It's, it's all ranged weaponry, right? Yeah. So that, that would be more difficult to... To translate over, yeah. All right. I haven't done too much gaming lately. Just, you know, just looking... Well, the, looking at Firefly, I picked up the... Uh, only only War, only in War, only War, mm -hmm. one for uh, Games Workshop's Dark Heresy mm -hmm. role-playing game. That's and, where uh, you're playing troopers. You're playing troopers, yes. And boy, <laughs> your lifespan is not very high. Uh, and also the uh, there's a three-book full module they have. Like basically, mm -hmm. like they did with the Warhammer Fantasy Empire and Flame sort of idea. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty, that's all I've been doing for that. Now you said you want you earlier when no, you saw Spectre. I did see Spectre. So the new James Bond movie came out two weeks ago, I think. Yes. And I went to see it uh, not opening weekend, but the weekend after. I, I liked it. So if if you liked Skyfall, it's more of Skyfall. Okay, if, you, if you didn't like Skyfall, you'll have the same kind of reaction. How about 
uh, the first one, Casino Royale, and how's it fare up to Casino Royale? Uh, I'd say about the same level. Okay. Like it's it's a it's a fun. Well, okay, sorry. It's actually a very dark movie. Yeah, and it kind of deals with the. But they do tie-ins, as far as I know. They do tie-ins into like the very first movie as well, right? Right. It's, yes. Right. So the whole trilogy actually is linked together, and there are events that happened in at the end of Skyfall, kind of go directly into the beginning of um, uh, Spectre. Spectre. Good. I liked it. Uh, the only movies I've seen recently are well, I've started watching Constantine on Show Me. I've heard good things. It is very good. It is closer to the comic book. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the, the the actor and everything. Much better than the Keanu Reeves movie. But again, the Keanu Reeves movie as a standalone who wasn't based on Constantine was actually not a bad movie. Okay. That, that's, I know you're so, right. so you didn't like it because it wasn't true to the source yes. material? But as a movie itself, it was actually good. I really like Constantine. Yeah, it, it, exactly. But it wasn't... It's similar to Bug Wars. Right. You know, Starship Troopers could have been called something different. Right. And, and it would have been... Okay. Oh, I think Dwayne's here. So we're going we're gonna to just pause the game. All right, <laughs> the recording. I'll be back in just a few seconds. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Dwayne has joined us. Dwayne, how are things? Things are good. Uh, things we were are good. Just, we were just talking about uh, Derivancy Inspector, and I was talking mm-hmm. about Constantine, because that's a show I started watching on Show Me. Uh-huh. It's available. And I was telling Devram, although the Keanu Reeves movie itself is a standalone, nothing to do with associated with the Constantine universe, is not a bad movie. I like it. The TV mm-hmm. show is much better. I had seen a few episodes of it, and I had... A bunch of them on my DVR, and then of course I heard it got canceled. Yes, and stuff, and so I, I was enjoying it. I kind of wish they had stuck with the actress from the pilot. Yes, I'm a fan of hers. But it's also but interesting that because Supernatural loss is, is still going on. Ten years and, and counting. Yeah, and they signed it for one more eleventh season. Right, did, but because. It, I know I Constant- this was the eleventh season. Yeah, they're all the eleventh season. season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Constantine had a crossover with Green Arrow. Right. And I was thinking, well, you know what would have been a better crossover would have been Constantine and Supernatural because it ties in much better for the, yeah. you know, the supernatural angels and demons and witches and sort of thing. Yeah. Right. I was I was deeply <laughs> surprised at um, the Constantine Green Arrow crossover. Although yes, it's possible that they're bringing in the mystical aspect of the DC yeah. universe. The, yeah, but I, I, I was thinking more along the lines of corporations and intellectual property. Constantine was done by NBC. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't even think it was Warner Brothers Studios no. that made the show. No, okay. it wasn't. Um, and so the fact that some, that they pitched this idea and it was... I, I will say, I'm not going to spoil anything, but for the storyline in question, using Constantine made absolute perfect sense. Okay, that's I good. haven't seen the episode yet. I'm looking forward to watching it. But uh, for some suit at NBC Universal to, to agree to this pitch right. yeah. and say, well, hey, we're done with it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You want to you use the character? You want to use the actor? <coughs> yeah. Go ahead. And, like so, said, and the actor does a good job of, of, of 
he nails yeah. the uh, yeah. bitter. <laughs> okay, so they've canceled the TV show. Is there any chance it's going to go to a movie? Mm, and maybe no. that's why they allowed the crossover. No, really. Yeah. Well, it's hard to say. There's, Someone, there's no buzz. There's no buzz. But yeah. it it's one of those one unfortunate. It it is an interesting show. But I don't know. Maybe it's overdone with this mysticism sort of thing mm. that could have done. The other movie I saw recently, well, was uh, Skin Trade with uh, Dolph Lundgren. That doesn't at all sound like a geeky movie, but go ahead. No, but it's interesting because Dolph Lundgren has been doing, he's not like Sylvester Stallone. He's he's never been this super A-list, but he's been doing movies and oh, yeah. produced movies and written movies ever since his he was in Rocky. Mm-hmm. He is. He is a working actor. Yeah, and yeah, uh, that in itself is a well, it was interesting. Was, uh, skin trade. He, was, he wrote this in two thousand and seven after he heard about um, you know underage prostitution mm-hmm. and, and the sex sex trade sort of thing. And that it's a cop movie. It's very. It's got the tropes. You know? It's formulaic. It's, it's formulaic, mm-hmm. but it's actually not too bad. Ron Perlman's actually in it. Nice. Yeah. Villain. As a villain, yes. He's a villain. <laughs> yes. and, uh, I expected that. He's a good villain. No, that Tony Jaw. Okay, I like Tony Jaw. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's well done. Um, I just feel bad because it didn't do as well as they they, they hoped. Mm. They, they lost money because obviously they were setting up to do a second one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Ron Perlman and, and and Dolph Lundgren. I've always enjoyed him because he's to me also similar to Bruce Campbell. So if it, he, he's not getting the big contracts. He's not getting right. a huge production. He's not an A-lister. He's a B-lister. But he's still getting But he's a, a strong B-lister. He's strong one. He'll go out and he'll write it, the movie himself. He'll help produce it. He'll right. help get the money to get, get going, direct it, find directors and everything. So that shows, you know, workability. Yeah. You know, not just sitting around waiting for the, t- the top movie or something that he wants to do stuff. Actually, speaking of Bruce Campbell, because I know how much you love to bring Bruce Campbell into the into the podcast. Uh, no, no, you're kidding. <laughs> I recently saw a clip from the New York Comic Con that recently happened in yes. New York, where they showed the 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 season premiere or the series premiere of Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, and then had a, a panel conversation at the end. So I listened to the panel conversation. Actually, I think it was um, Kevin Smith. Uh, that's how I. That's how I. Oh, I, came across because yeah. he was the actual moderator for the panel. Oh, really? At Comic Con. And so he put it on his podcast, the entire thing in its entirety. And Bruce Cowell makes a really funny comment about how uh, any show that he actually stars in, like he's the, the main star, gets cast in the first year. And any show where he's a supporting character, 10-year run. That's true. That's true. So he's hoping that doesn't, that trick doesn't all continue. Trades, uh... Like Bisco County, Adventures of Bisco, Bisco, uh, Brisco County, I think it is. Brisco County Junior, yeah. Junior, yeah. Well, the big one is Burn Notice, which well, well, that's what I mean. He was, a, he was a sidekick. Yeah, he was well, a sidekick. Was it 10? Yeah. yeah. 10 years. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe eight, 7 or 8, but it's, yeah, a, it's yeah, a really, still, yeah, no, it was a really long run. Long run. Long run. It was a long run, definitely. And a really good show, too. I very much like yeah. Burn Notice. Yeah. I should go back and watch that again. The, I, just, uh, I just wish Burn Notice had been easier to find in Canada. It took a while... For the show to be put on any Canadian network, was it the Bravo? On Bravo, we had it on Bravo, and they only ran like the first two, three seasons, and they dropped it. Mm-hmm. And that. But I remember when I first heard about it coming out, and I was like, I had I had never heard of the lead, right? Um, and that. But I was here going. Bruce Campbell and Gabriel Anwar in a yeah. TV show. <laughs> yeah. Why is this not on my television? Yes. Well, if, have you seen it all now? 
I, I haven't seen all of it at all. It's one of these where I will eventually go back to it. I know you have all the DVDs. I have all of it, the entire series. So and let I, me know. Because I think, I think I actually watched season two off of your DVD. So oh, I think quite, I borrowed it. It's quite possible. It's good. Give it back. But, um, but yeah, um, it's funny, Bruce Campbell, um, yesterday we were looking for something for Madeline to watch. We are just home bored on a Saturday afternoon. And we have Show Me as well. Mm -hmm. So I went looking through, uh, decided to try Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Really, Fair, really good. Well, he is one of the voice actors, isn't he? Yeah, and he is the mayor. <laughs> yes. And I, I was listening, I'm going, I didn't remember Bruce Campbell had a voice in this. <laughs> but uh, yes, yes, there he was as the mayor. That was a surprisingly good movie. Yeah. Like, I, I, I watched it just going into it thinking, ah, whatever, it's going to be whatever. But I very, very much enjoyed that. Yeah, Jen and I ended up going to see it on a date. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who picked it. I, I think it was her, actually. It worked. No, it's good. I enjoyed it. It yeah. worked very so, well. So uh, I know, Devon, we already asked this, but I'll ask you again now on the podcast. Are you going to go see uh, Star Wars in the opening week? You know what? As much as I love Star Wars, and I would want to be there opening night, I think I'm actually going to wait maybe until like Wednesday or Thursday or and go to like a 5 o'clock matinee. Dwayne? Just see it in the afternoon. I have no idea, man. I have I have a hard time getting out yeah. to stuff, and it's going to be even worse uh, because, as you guys know, my wife is in sales. Yeah, and that's a busy time Christmas of year. Christmas season, it's yeah. a very busy time of year. Yeah. Which means and you're so, on babysitting duty. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's um, so well, I support my wife. Yeah. You could take Madeline to the movie. She's not a chance in hell. You don't think so? No. Still no. a little too there's, she has problem with what she terms intense, okay. intense parts, and Star Wars going to be a lot of those. Yeah. A lot of those. And uh, so, just speaking of that, because there was a, there was an interview recently with George Lucas. Mm -hmm. Am I going to cover my ears? No, first? no, no. You're gonna cover no, spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. Because he said they're asking, well, with, you know, with Disney, and do you have any plans to collaborate or do anything? And he was basically saying, no, Disney, I'm I'm done with Star Wars. Good. Disney took over. Good. And, and he's going on. He's like, you know, they, they have their own path, which is separate from what I had planned and stuff like that. They're doing their own thing. He kept sort of making it look like, you know, he was. I'm pretty poor me because Disney just doing their own thing, uh, and then very, his and, vision is oh, crap. Well, no, let me get to that because at the end, <coughs> they asked him like, "Well, is there anything that you wish you could be involved in or done more with, or, or that you miss? Like, what do you really miss? You know, all of that Jar Jar Binks. Like, there's a reason you people hate, hate in the fucking face. I hate that guy so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you've seen the fan fiction idea of Darth. Jar Jar. Right? I, I, I intentionally yeah. have not. <laughs> you should check I've it out. I found that amusing. It is amusing. Um, it's it's. You know, with Lucas, I have a lot of respect for the guy. Well, I, I know. Mean, no, he, he's never. He got way too much credit for what he did. Correct. He he came up with an idea, and if you wore some of the, the original movie, and that's it. But no, even then, it's like the original idea was Star Killer. Yeah, was a name. The name is irrelevant. No, but also that they ever went. It's it, it, not that good. Yeah. He but, had he had a proper director, yeah, proper producer. Thing. He had a no budget, so he had to come up with ways to get things done. Yeah, but I mean, and that's not all. When it all comes down to it, I mean, 
the vision was there. He is the guy who made it all happen. Well, the vision wasn't really and there. Don't forget, Luke and Leia kissing, and you know, and no, there are flaws. There are flaws. I mean, like, yeah, definitely, huge flaws. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, he is the guy that made it all happen. And without him, none of this would have happened. He put True. it all together. True. He put the right pieces together. And he talked 20th Century Fox into a deal that to this day, they must be regretting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing is, he should have stopped at the first three. Yeah. You know? Stopped at the first three. Especially but, since there was already an established yeah. background, which but, he destroyed mm-hmm. in order to make his pre- prequels. Yes, yeah. but, you know. It's also hard to hate the guy who gave $4 billion. He's given $4 billion to charity. It's hard to hate someone who's given $4 billion to charity. I just hate him. Yeah. I've yet to run into a situation where a later work can damage my enjoyment of an earlier work. And... Oh, Highlander 2. <laughs> no, no, no. No, Highlander is still fantastic. Uh, Highlander 2, there should have been only one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. Um, no, that's, that doesn't fall by enjoyment of Highlander at all. That's yeah. true. That's true. You know, I, and the rest I, of the series I ignore, is I ignore Highlander 2. I ignore Highlander 3. I ignore Highlander 4. Uh, 3 wasn't that bad. Hey. Four, 4 tried because it was trying to tie to the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. The TV series was fantastic, by the yes. way. Yeah, the TV series. Like, it was, it was a concept that I think lent itself better to TV. Yes. Sure. Just because of the greater... That's true in a lot of things There's very few things Where a movie is better Than having a 15 to 20 Episode TV show Because that gives you time to tell the story Whereas movies seem just rushed Well like again But but yeah but just to get back to my point I mean like the prequels Terrible I don't care care about the prequels You know the, The movies are still there I mean, even with the changes that he made, mm-hmm. like the 1997 oh, era special edits ones, oh. even that I could pretty much ignore. The only thing that I really found annoying was, of course, the whole Han shot first. Yeah, thing. no, no, it's but, not Han shot. Yeah, first. Han, Han didn't shoot first. Han shot. Han shot. Han's the only one that shot. That's it. Yes. There is no shot first. It's Han shot. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I can see the point. Yep. But, but yeah, it's but yeah, but. Adding the jab of the hut thing yeah, and that whole scene should be cut out. It was okay. You know, like it didn't spoil the movie for me. But all the extra animals walking through stuff. That was fine. It, no, because it, it blocked a lot of this scenery. But you know, I found that that actually added to the overall scene and made it seem really less no, like I, a desolate town and more like a, a busy a, cantina. A, but, but the thing is, Tatooine's supposed to be the butt end of the universe. Right, that's true. But but that obviously, apparently has a lot of traffic. Right, yeah. the, the, the town itself, like the rest of the desert, sure, you'll see nothing for miles. But the town is one of the few places on the planet where people congregate. So, so it should be at least uh, teaming with something. Uh, the, the streets now going back and watching the originals the streets do seem a little empty I don't know I still enjoy that Troopers Troopers oh Troopers is fantastic uh, Troopers is over all the prequels yeah we've been out here a few times domestic disturbance calls <laughs> yes because <laughs> yeah. they're guilty uh, no. for, because of for, course they are for those of you who don't know we're talking about Troopers was a fan spoof on the show Cops 
where they followed a couple of stormtroopers as they were on their rounds. In Tatooine. So, uh, on, on, on Tatooine, that's right. It was yeah. hilarious, because they, they, yeah. they covered yeah. all the ones of from the Jawa sound, sand crawler yeah. to... Uh, <laughs> Beirut and Owen. Yeah, uh, it's all on YouTube. It's Check very it. good. Yeah, Check it out. We'll try to break. maybe put a link up when we yeah. post the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Trust us, it's good. Um, yeah, so you saw Spectre. I did. He saw Spectre. We so talked about that one through there. Spectre, and I, I want to see it. It's good. And I, it's yeah. dark. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. I mean, Bond really should be. Uh, you know what? I, I didn't find I Casino Royale to be that dark. Casino Royale was actually quite a fun game. Uh, game, a uh, fun movie. Yeah, in some ways. Uh, Skyfall was more dark, and this it just takes it even further. Yeah. This is basically a, a full continuation of the movie Skyfall. Yeah. Yep. So, we'll go. But is he doing another? Is Daniel, Daniel nope, Craig signed up? He's done. Yep. And and they they asked him. Like, he did a couple of interviews on he, why he did the three movies in the yeah. first place, and the only reason he gave was money. Yeah. He has no love for the for the franchise. Genre. Yeah. He doesn't care about the previous yeah. movies. He doesn't yeah. care about the he, act the character. He does not like James Bond. Right. Like as a as a person, mm-hmm. um, you know you know, as far as Craig is concerned, M's description of sexist misogynistic dinosaur right. was overly kind. Yes. <laughs> no, true, true. But this is also where I, I agree that they should what they should look at now is to get away from me and Fleming one man right. and do the one that the fans have talked about of James Bond is the it, name. Is is it's a position. It's a position. You're, you're yeah. 007, you're there double seven is James Bond. Double right. O six is this. Double right. so that way there, yeah, it it fits because as a spy agency you would have a turnaround. Sure. And it makes no sense for the spy to always, always use tell, his real name. let people know who he is. Yeah. It's what what he's letting them know who he is is this is the persona that I've taken. Exactly. And it's, it's a really... like we've, we've talked about this on, I think, seven podcasts yeah. now. But it <laughs> does make sense. Like, yeah. That's why I think they should... When they get the new Bond, that's what they should go for. Sure. It's like, the other one died or retired. Right. Here's the new Bond. Here's the new Bond. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, uh... And do you mind we look at Firefly now? Well, hold on. Before oh, we do that, I have pause. one more thing to oh. talk about, and that's just the incredibly cool... Lineup of uh, superhero movies coming out next year. So I'm just going to run the. Uh, I, oh, the I, I have a. I have oh, a I'm running Gambit. Do you like how I did that? Yeah. <laughs> so February 12th, Deadpool comes out. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Really looking forward to that. Ryan Reynolds. I, I got I to gotta inject one thing. Mm-hmm. Jen saw a trailer for her. She and, thought it looked interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ryan Reynolds. This is perfect. This is perfect for his Absolutely. style of acting. Yep. The day after my birthday, March 25th, Batman v Superman. Uh, May sixth, yeah. Civil War. Uh-huh. May 27th, Captain America. Yeah. May twenty seventh, X Men Apocalypse. Yes. This is the big one. August fifth, Suicide Squad. I don't know. That's oh, I'm looks awesome. Ex- I'm not it, terribly excited. About it looks Suicide amazing. Squad. Jared Leto's. Who cares? It's gonna be so good. And besides, Joker isn't officially part of Suicide Squad, anyways. No. I think they're just introducing him for the next Batman movie. Yes. This is just kind of him doing cameo. So he's not going to have any part to actually play, I don't think, in the movie. We'll see. November 4th, Doctor Strange. Yes. That's going to be so good. Well, and then well, November hopefully. 11th, just the, the following week, Sinister Six. Yes, that I'm looking for. That looks good, too. And that's when we got uh, introduced to the Sinister new... Sinister Six does not exist. <laughs> Why? They were... Sony was planning for it. 
Oh, it's really? It's not happening. Oh, I didn't, I didn't of, realize they canceled None it. of the Spider-Man extended universe stuff is actually happening. Sony hasn't said that they're not going to do it. Okay. But there has been no casting. There are no directors. There is... That yeah, makes it hard to get it done. As far as I know, there's nothing. Year. That's weird because they have another one planned for 2017, which is the female Spider-Man. Yeah. Jessica that, Parker. I, I've seen I've seen that. It was... Whoever it's Jessica put that Parker, together, Pardon? Jessica no. Parker, Jessica... No, no. Uh, no, uh... Sorry, no. Spider-Woman, well, I thought it was Jessica Parker who... No, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Jessica, but I can't... Now oh, the last day, yes, Jessica. Oh, you're thinking Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman, yeah. Yes. I, I don't but, think they're doing Spider-Woman. I think no. they're doing um, possibly Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. where, where she takes over as the Spider-Man role, although I think that's from a, yeah. a alternate universe timeline. It, it is. There is uh, Marvel did this massive crossover they called Spider-Verse. Right. Yeah. And in one of these, they they had it where Gwen Stacy got bit by the spider, not right. Peter Parker. Right. Uh, Peter Parker ended up turning himself into the lizard, trying to be <laughs> as special as okay. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy's Spider-Woman. And that, um, there's a bunch of other changes. Uh, Captain America in that world was a woman, for example. Right. A black woman, right. actually. Um, and, but interestingly enough, like, so they published a limited series called Edge of Spider-Verse. And number two was dedicated to this Gwen Stacy Spider-Woman. Spider mm -hmm. uh, uh, the internet started calling her Spider-Gwen. Yep. And it just exploded. I believe they had to do four different reprintings of, oh, really? of Edge of Spider-Verse number two. Nice. And so they gave her her own book. It got canceled for Secret Wars. It was brought back again after Secret Wars. She hasn't been absorbed. Jessica Jones. Uh, no. Jessica no. Jones. Jessica Jones is, is the new is the new is the new show that uh, just on, on dropped Netflix. on Netflix on Friday. I still haven't watched it. Yet. Jessica, Jessica Drew. Jessica, Jessica Drew. Drew. Yes. True. Remembered it just as just but, as Pat looked. But of course, she's the Spider Woman who's in the current universe. Yes. Yep. Um, there's been a bunch of Spider Woman. There has been. The current uh, what I'm not happy with Marvel is they killed off Wolverine. Yes, they have. But okay, he's been in seven other t movies. Yeah. He's he's going to be in. Uh, well, they, in Apocalypse. They haven't killed him off for the movies. It's only in the in the. Yeah. Uh, no, but this one is like why kill him off in the in the comics when he's like one of the most recognized. Heroes they have in the movies. Yeah. So currently in the comics, um, it's his daughter. I can't remember the writer, but they did a series, Old Man Logan. Yep. Yeah. And that that character after Secret Wars is now in the mainstream Marvel universe, so he's part of one of the X Men teams. And of right. course, uh, the character X twenty three is now calling herself Wolverine and running around in the classic uh, Dave Cockrum era. Okay. Um, costume. But he has a, another son too, right? Kane? Dakin. 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 Yeah, Dakin, right. Yeah, I think Dakin got killed at some point. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know he was pretending to be Wolverine in the Dark Avengers. The yeah. Dark Avengers were in yeah. 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 during uh, Siege. See, who, who says comic books can't be silly? <laughs> oh, God. So I don't think anyone said they were silly. Oh, I know. I just say, so the best one is like you go through Wiki or some of the other ones and you read up their backgrounds and yeah. other stuff. You're just like, yeah. hey, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, well, you should read some of the '60s stuff. Oh, one, yes. of the, one of the, one of the fun things I've been doing because I have Marvel Unlimited is that uh, anything that they they've done for their like 
you know, expensive hardcovers or anything like that. Yes. It was all digitized. Yeah. So, for example, all of the of Iron Man's stuff is in there. Like Tales of Suspense, where he first appears, oh, okay. right until he gave the book to Captain America and gave his own book, and all that stuff. It's all in there. So I've, okay. been, re I've been reading all that stuff. And it's interesting to see some of the uh, first appearances of things. You're a fan of the Mandarin. Yes. Oh, yes. The oh, my heavens. The 1960s Mandarin? Yes. Cheesy. Oh, very bad. <laughs> very, very, very bad. I can imagine, yeah. yeah it's, like... it's, it's so completely insulting. I'm surprised it wasn't insulting for the 1960s, to be yeah. honest. The, uh, I was going to say, <laughs> one, of, one of the ones I want to pick up for, for graphic novels is the Transformers. Uh, there's some graphic novels. Okay. Of the Transformers. They're supposed to be really well done. IDW has the Transformers license currently. Yeah. I've heard very, very good things about their stuff, particularly Transformers More Than Meets the Eye. Yeah. Um, I listened to a podcast uh, for, called House to Astonish. It's, most, it's uh, done by a guy whose stuff I've been reading online for a couple of decades now, and another fellow, but uh, they bring up the IDW Transformers line yeah. fairly often. They're both big fans, and I've come to respect their opinions. Oh, good. So, well, well worth uh, looking into. Okay. Um, just before we get to yep. Firefly, just on the news thing, um, Ottawa Pop Expo's on today. Oh, really? And tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> and that, uh, I have no idea how that's going. I kind of wish I could have gone. Uh, Aaron Ashmore, Canadian actor, um, who's currently in a show called Dark Matter, is there. I would have liked to have seen that. And they got Shatner back again. Yeah, I heard about <laughs> that, yes. Tonight is the I heard he was actually special being the, evening with William Shatner. I heard he was actually being a good guy there. He was, like, doing autographs and talking to people and everything, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me too much. And that, um, I still get a kick out of Shatner popping up on Murdoch Mysteries of all places. This goes to show you the man likes to work. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, yeah. you know, it's also nice seeing him do more than stuff than just making fun of himself. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Jessica Jones did drop on Friday. On Friday, I yeah. I've, yeah. Been, I've been hearing really good things. It's like, okay, time to get myself a Netflix uh, yep. subscription. I haven't seen Daredevil. It's really. I want to see. We've talked about it before. Watch, watch Daredevil first. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, and I don't think starting this Tuesday, but starting Tuesday after. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's Thanksgiving programming this week. Yes. Or right. Whatever. Um, is starting the big build up to Legends of Tomorrow. Oh okay. Right. So, right. Yes. So. Uh, is that going to be on the CW? Yep. So, and on CTV. Okay. CTV's picked it up, but they really like their superhero shows on CTV. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, why don't we get into the game? This, All right. This uh, is... Uh, by the way, for those listening, I'm looking at what Pat and Dev have laid out on here, and... Uh, yeah, this, we, this we is have, looking slightly complex. <laughs> we, we have some pictures we'll, we'll be putting up of the uh, game online. Sure. Uh, it's Firefly the board game. Uh, it's for a fair amount of people. It, it looks somewhat complex. There's a lot of cards and a lot of, not that many tokens, but a lot of different types of cards. You have things such as the supply decks, which is where you get your crew, your gear, and your ship upgrades. Mm -hmm. There's the contact decks, which are the ones that give you your job, either legal or illegal. Right. 
Uh, the ship card, which is, there's four different types of ships. They're all based on Firefly design itself. The uh, story and setup cards, and since we're just new at the game, there's the one that they actually have set up, which is the first time in the captain's chair. So you finally took the plunge and borrowed enough credits for a ship to call your own. You're the master of your own destiny, and right now the destiny looks mighty uncertain. You're in debt up to your eyeballs with a creditor that's not the sort of man to be trifled with. Of course. So there's 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 different types of things. Everyone's going to have a ship. Uh, you get uh, so many drive core points, which helps your ship move and stuff like that. You also, we have leaders from the, as I was telling Devram, they pulled pretty much every single character they could <laughs> from the 13 episodes right. and the movie to either be a leader or a crew member. Mm-hmm. So the options for the leaders are, of course, Malcolm, uh, Nandy uh, from the Heart of Gold one, Okay. <laughs> uh, Marco, uh, he was one of the gun runners, uh, Burgess, who was a guy at the Heart of Dark, uh, Heart of Gold? One, uh, he was the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Corbin, uh, who was the guy who ran the Skynet thing or the the information gathering thing. Right. Uh, Womack, who was one of the Alliance soldier guys. Uh huh. And Monty, the one who met during Bride of. Uh, yeah, I think I remember Monty. Yes, <laughs> he had the must. He had the big mustache and lost the beard, but yeah. Sure. So those are the the leaders, and then there's a whole bunch of different types of crew, and yeah, there's a lot of cards. There's not too many tokens, but a lot of cards, and I have to take a picture because there is a dinosaur token, which I still haven't come across of what that's for. Yeah, for some it's reason, a dinosaur marker. But you know, then again, considering you know Walt Walsh had the whole uh, dinosaur thing going, mm-hmm. that's true. So I'm still haven't seen it in the rules, but. What the hell? Um, yeah. So the ship card, the nav decks are the ones that's for you doing the navigation when you're trying to get from different places on the board. And again, I have a picture of the board which I'll put online uh, for the different places you can go to for different types of jobs and mm-hmm. stuff. We, there's also a misbehaved deck because uh, <laughs> obviously there's a chance to aim to misbehave. On the ship, there's things called cargo, contraband, passenger. And fugitive, and part and fuel. Part and fuel t- or take up ha- a half a space each. Right. So on the ship marker, um, there is different spots for cargo and for the main drive and the the, the crew and the uh, jobs that you have. Everyone has up to three different types of jobs you can decide to do. You pick up jobs, you can turn them down and stuff like that. So we'll get that in a second. Let me take another picture of the ship so we can get that up. Now, uh, winning the game, again, each game, each scenario has different ones for winning and stuff like that. For our game, uh, the setup is when we're taking starting jobs, there's only certain people we will take jobs from. The rest will be discarded. The first goal is making friends. To complete the goal, you be solid with two different contacts. And then there's the goal token. It's the reverse of the warrant. The warrant issued is obviously when the warrant's been issued by the alliance. On the other side is the goal. So when we get that, we get to have the goal. The second goal is seeing daylight, which means we have to have $3,000 in hand and your first goal token. Then you get a second one. Everyone starts with $3,000 cash. Parts, crew, and all that cost money. 
course. But you get money for making jobs. The third goal is feeding the shark. The first player who travels to Ezra with two gold, gold tokens and then pays the bank $6,000 wins the game. You own your own ship, free and clear. So the goal basically mm. is to be able to pay off the debt so that you own your ship. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, do you want to pause it here? Yeah, so at this point we're going to pause it and we're going to do some set playing. Up and then we'll see how it goes and yeah. then come back and talk to you guys again. Yeah. Okay, back soon. So. Take me out to the black. Tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and boil the sea. You can't take the sky from me. Alright, and we're back. Uh, we lost Wayne. He had an emergency and had to leave. So we didn't get to finish the game? And if, yeah, we didn't get to finish the game. There was really no point in playing just the two of us. No. Uh, it looks like it's a really super fun game, though. Yes. We, uh, we now know how to do the setup and everything. Mm -hmm. And the setup takes a bit of time to get used to. Because uh, there, there is a fair amount of different cards and movement, or where you're set up and stuff. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's the jobs you, you start with a leader and a ship each leader has their own abilities and stuff like that mm -hmm. so you don't need to hire a crew but you can hire a crew where you go to certain systems to right. pick them up so the first one was sort of figuring out like okay where do we place how do we do movements what actions are we allowed to do you're allowed to do only two actions per turn right and you can't do two of the same which was like oh so I can do this or that right However, now that we understand the setup, it does seem like quite a game that would flow quite well. Mm -hmm. uh, they do catch a lot of the flavor of the TV series, I think. Right. And again, each, there, there's also things called, when you have jobs, there's either legal jobs or illegal jobs, and also immoral jobs. Mm -hmm. Which, if you have a moral crew, like Booker... You can't do immoral jobs. No, you can't. You can't. They just become disgruntled. They become disgruntled, right. And then there's always, when you're doing an illegal job, there's always a card you draw for aim to misbehave, mm -hmm. which is pretty interesting because there's usually two options to go through to try it, and sometimes they give you a special bypass one. Mm -hmm. um, same for a lot of encounters. When you're encountering either the Alliance or the Reavers, there's usually a couple options you can go through. With the Reavers, it's usually not as nice. No, 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 no good at all. Um, we notice usually the illegal jobs do pay more than the legal jobs, which is not much of a surprise. Right. Uh, alliance jobs do not pay as much as the borderlands. But they're much easier, and it looks like you have far less traveling. Exactly, well. far less traveling. And again, you're not having to worry about running into potential Reavers in right. the Alliance space. And until you actually break the law... You don't have a war against you, which right. means you can travel through alliance space and have an alliance contact without right. any problems, which is a nice, a nice little step. Mm -hmm. For the sixty dollars I paid for it, I think it's going to be a game we'll be able to play a few times. Yeah, for sure. And it, it looks interesting enough, and we love Firefly. We enough, love Firefly. That uh, it'll it'll make us want to play the game. Now the thing is, there is only four ships and four captains available, right. but. Maybe they might come out with some expansion packs eventually, because there's enough 
material out there through comic books and other right. stuff. Right. That in the expanding universe. Because I was going to say, they really have, they've already pushed well, the envelope as far as they can. Well, exactly. I know from when what's you, available. When you have a gun hand who's pretty much, I'm a crew member. Right. Like, he was one of the extras on one of the shows who got shot. Right. <laughs> Or, or he's just uh, one of those cowboys that you meet on one of the planets. Exactly, yes. So again, I don't know if they will or are planning for an expansion pack or not, but overall, uh, the first initial setup took about 20 minutes or more. Or yeah, maybe? probably. But that's only because we were brand new. You were brand still reading through the rules. Still reading through the rules. The rules, once we understood them, uh, like the different things like solid and all the, the different types of jobs mm-hmm. and how to do them, once we understand this now, the next time I think we should have no problems plowing through and getting the yeah. setup and having a really good time uh, playing the game. Yeah. Again, I think the limitation is there's only four players to start with. That is one. But then again, if you start getting six or more people, I found sometimes board games can slow down. Uh, yeah, I don't think they make board, like actual board games, for more than, say, five. Yes, exactly. It gets unwieldy. Yeah. And most of the ones, games are usually set up for a couple hours of play. So right. four people, a couple hours, is a good get-together and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts, Dev? On, uh... No, I liked it. I'm, it's, it's, it's definitely a game I want to play again. Yes. Oh, uh, just to let you know, uh, Devon took the Bonnie Maze of the ship. I took uh, the... Uh, 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 Bonanza, the sorry, Bonanza, right. and uh, Dwayne took uh, a right. serenity with Captain Mal, uh, Mal Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Although Devram scooped up Booker <laughs> and uh, River Tan, River Tan at the beginning for, of the game. Yeah, the if we'd be able to play more than two rounds. Uh, I think that really would have come in handy. Yes. I especially like Tam in that, or uh, River Tam, in that her. The the way she adds to your crew changes every time you use her. Yes. So there's actually a random role to see oh. how effective she is yeah. and what field she's there, There's basically three skills every you can have for every person. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people just have one, possibly two skills. There is the combat skill, which is obviously good for fighting. Mm-hmm. There is the technical skill, which is anything ship-related or computer or any sort of you know technical abilities right. for jobs. And then there's the negotiation, the social, social negotiation skills, which is obviously good for trying to do contracts or, mm-hmm. or dealing with other crew members or stuff like that. Um, so River Ten is very interesting because yeah, Gina is obviously combat. Mm-hmm. Um, her brother is medic, high medic skills. Right. What happens is when you're playing, the more crew you have, you're allowed up to six crew. You add all the different numbers together and all roll the dice. Mm-hmm. So the more combat or more technical or more negotiation skills you have in your team, the better odds are for a lot of things. Right. So success is usually five plus. Yes. But I've seen in certain situations it's eight seven plus, or eight. Eight plus, yes. And you're only rolling a die six, so you better have some a lot of crew to help out. Yes. Although they do have the thing of if you roll a six, which on this one is mm-hmm. actually a firefly icon, right. that means you get to re-roll and, and add the, the numbers together. Right. So that is a nice little That's help. The other one is leaders never die. Uh, you you just have your crew become disgruntled. However, apparently your crew can quote unquote die, but all that really means is they go back into the discard pile yes. of the planet where you picked them up in the first place. No, that, well, if they're dead, they're dead. Oh, if they're dead, they're dead. Yes. Oh, I think yes. Okay. But if they can be become dis- if you as the leader die, your crew becomes disgruntled instead. Right. 
Right. Because then, then you can fire them. Also, what's interesting is if you, it depends on how you want to play the game. If you want to be nice to everybody, but there is an option if you see another member, another player's crew is disgruntled. You can then, if you're in the same sector, buy off his crew and take right. them from him. Right. Which means all of a sudden he's gone from five crew or three crew to nobody. Right. Um, and yes, River Town, so as Devin was saying, her skills change from every time. Right. So you never know what you're going to end up with her. She, you could be looking for someone who has tactical skills and she shows up with the, I'm really good at guns. <laughs> or combat. Or combat, yes. Um... So again, yeah, I, I, I recommend this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 one of those ones that once you get it, if you enjoy the Firefly universe, right? That that's the big one. If you, if you but I think most of you know what I think. Even if you didn't like Firefly specifically, I think you'd still at least get enjoyment out of the game. Exactly. The game looks like it's a lot of fun, and it look, it's it's really fast paced too. Yes, because you're you you can do a lot of strategic planning, but then. You may have a mishap while yes. you're traveling through space, yeah. and that throws all of your plans out. Yeah. So um, it looks like it's going to be a, a, a quick game. A quick play. game, yeah. Like you, and Devin was saying, there is some strategy because depends on where you place yourself and mm-hmm. where your jobs show up. You can realize you have a long way to go to pick up a job. So right. you might decide, I'll go by another sector to pick up crew or parts or something like that. Right, or maybe pick up additional jobs because well, you can jobs. be doing up to three at once. Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, it will be fast-paced because once we understand it, your movement, they two actions per person. Mm-hmm. So it's not too hard to do. Yep. Uh, so yeah, thumbs up for me. Yep. And uh, I think, well, I don't know if you want to call it here, Devram, or... Yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about. I mean, we had uh, we another had podcast stuff. relatively soon. We yeah. talked about all the stuff that we've done in the past few weeks. Uh, Devram has put up, in case you haven't noticed, another... Uh, Star Wars uh, gaming one. Yeah, yeah, another one of the playthrough podcasts. I did an interview a little, that came up last week mm-hmm. with uh, Phil O'Connor. Um, and other than that, yeah, I think we're good. We, were, I don't know if we'll be able to get another one before the new year. We'll try. Uh, yeah, our our, our friend uh, Bruce is in town from England. Yes. So maybe we'll have a chance to sit down and chat with him. Actually, although yes. I don't really know how much games he stuff. has him with a kid and everything. He just had a, a brand new child, so. Yes. He he may be out of the gaming thing, thing for a while. We might be able to try and do a Pendragon short session in there. Right. So Bruce is one of our the principal players in the very very long running Pendragon campaign. Yes. Uh, he was actually the f- first or second to lose his original starting character. Oh no, he was one of the last. No, I'm the last. Yeah, you, as I said, one of the last. Uh, there was. Oh no. Um, yeah, he went for long. It was Chris. Chris. Chris, Chris lost his Patrick, first, Patrick. and then lost his again. Yes, and then a couple um, more times. Paul, Pat, Paul, Paul, Paul. Yeah, Paul's Paul lost his a couple times. Uh, but yeah, you and Sean and uh, Bruce went the longest. Yeah, Bruce lost his, came back in a different way. <laughs> uh, but again, since it's generational, it's fine. Yeah. He's on his grandson now. Right. And you've killed off most of, or lost most of your family. So you have no choice. You, you can't just walk away now. Yeah, that's true. Although you are the one taking care of Uther Pendragon, so you could technically realign the universe to have Uther... I don't think so. I, I have my own children to, to think of, and they're already well, this threshold that I've lasted this long and no one's gotten since a promotion. Since you become the Vampire King, you're not really thinking... No, of nobody knows about that. Much. Nobody knows about that. And Uther's a young kid with you know a lot of blood in him. <laughs> nobody knows about that. I, I we're, we're kind of in dire straits right now because... 
a uh, major crusade's been called. A crusade against. has been called against us, and our island is being invaded by the Christian heretics. Yeah, the full weight of Rome and the Eastern Empire have been brought, and the Gauls and the Vandals have been brought forth against you. Yeah. So uh, drastic measures were necessary. That's all. Yes. I had to sacrifice my own well-being for the good of the land. That's that's the nice way to how you say it. That's how I say it. And London has the walls of London have just fallen. Right. Do some bullshit. It's well, funny how their magic has no problem working in our lands, where uh, we've eradicated any any sort of magical ability or Christian or religious ability. However, our magic didn't work in their lands. Like it's all bullshit. It's, it's all it's all bullshit. bullshit. Pat. Well, needs to say there will be a, a now that they have come on the island. This will make the other your other allies realize. What's at stake? Uh huh. Well, they really. Anyway. <laughs> but that'll come that's, up. That's all in-game stuff yes. that um, no one, no one who listens actually cares about. It. <laughs> I but anyways, we may have to cut it all out. May have, well, keep some of it in. Anyways, again, yes. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening. And yeah. Thanks for Dev and Dwayne for coming by yeah, to no uh, try some fire flying. We'll definitely do it again. Yes. Okay. Bye everyone. <laughs>